I don't need your endorsement, I don't need reinforcement Giving you your last warning, cause I'm at my prime Hey everybody, this is Ed Kelly with The Truth Behind Fitness and I am, I've been telling you guys for weeks, I'm bringing this big son bitch in and, um, and uh, Dave Finelli, uh, one of my favorite people in the world because when I first started in bodybuilding, he was one of the few people that kind of welcomed me, um, ended up becoming a mentor. We competed against each other. Um, but we competed against each other almost like brothers. Like we, you know, if, if he won, we hugged at the end. If I won, he hugged at the end. I remember one time I won and I think he got in a fist fight with a guy out back because he wanted to fight me and I had no idea what was going on. And there was my big brother going and saying, taking Dave Magnotter on and I was like, what the hell's going on? But, uh, it was just a, honestly, just a dynamic relationship. I knew if I, if I was competing, I could call him up and, and say, Dave, I need you to take a peek at me. And I go down and he would tell me everything that was wrong, which is exactly what you need as a bodybuilder. And we were just, you know, we just spent an hour talking about a bunch of shit, but, um, we're going to talk about, um, you know, kind of how we started and, and kind of how our paths have realistically followed very similar, very similar. roads. Yeah. And yet, you know, not, we don't see each other a lot, you know, uh, communicate, you know, ma mainly through social media and those things. But um, so I'm trying to think of, I was telling him the very first show I ever did was the very first North American Bodybuilding Fund, uh, Federation's first show, which was in Somerset, Massachusetts. Right. Yep. Um, I'm going to say it was 1997. No, it was earlier. It was like so 95. Probably five. 95. I think it was founded in five. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, it was Al Thurston, um, uh, who I'm, we'll talk a lot about today. Um, he uh, ran it. I ran, I, I, I went in as a junior. I just did the juniors yep. and, uh, and won. And uh, from there, it was just sort of like, you know, what's next? What's next? A uh, guy by the name of Eddie DePina who Dave knows really well, uh, kind of took me under his wing and showed me a lot of things and was very supportive of my career, uh, which is kind of, if we think about where Eddie was at that point, sure. kind of where we are right. at this point. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, he was at the end and he saw like some potential in me and was really, really good to me. Um, and then, you know, it was cool. I kind of found a home with the NABF. Um, I oh, competed as a junior and uh, for the most part. And then Al, um, you know, in his Al type of way, was like, yeah, I think I should do. Uh, maybe I should do the do the men's open. Yes, right. And uh, if Al said that, then you, you did, did it. it you know, right. and uh, I cut my teeth in that and started winning some overalls, yep. and uh, and then Al formed the pro division. That's I don't right. remember what year that was. Was that ninety eight? Uh, ninety eight, because uh, in Connecticut, right? I uh, competed for the first time as a pro at the Rhode Island in ninety nine. Okay, and won the Rhode Island. Okay, yeah. So okay. I think it was the end of ninety eight. Yeah. So we, I think, I know we were in Connecticut. I remember it was a cold, rainy November. Sounds and uh, I had put so much size on. I was so proud of myself. And I got my ass kicked. <laughs> and I remember looking out, out the stage. It was yeah, guys like uh, Joey Summerall yeah. and obviously Fitzy. Uh, Joey, yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and the funny thing is, like, Al didn't hide who his favorites were. No, he didn't. He, no, he didn't. But he wasn't biased. Not, Not in a judging sense. Well, no, he, he didn't. He, did, he absolutely didn't. Uh, uh, hide who his favorites were. Until he loved uh, Paul Thompson. When, when, <laughs> yeah, you don't just talk about yeah. his placings at the NBC at, yeah. at dinner. But yeah. When you got up on stage, he was all business. He, he was. was. He was all business. And if you if he if he expected you to look a certain way and you didn't look that way, I think he would actually he would actually be tougher on you and you would place oh, you no would doubt. place worse because if he saw you at your best yeah. and he expected you to look a certain way absolutely oh and the way yeah. i look at it was his league and he was trying to build a brand and sure. we were the brand like he, you know and he only wanted the best up he wanted sure. the best up there and he wanted to have a, a national organization sure. and, um so you know onward and upward we you know we god i can't remember how many times we competed uh, against each other and then we you know we'd go back wow. and forth and what you know wins losses and everything in between and um one of my favorite things was uh, i i know you didn't do that show was the the new hampshire pro which was one of the first pro shows yeah I did. and uh, it was up in nashua and i trained my butt off because i knew i needed i needed size but i needed more 
conditioning because mm-hmm. um, guys like Joey and Fitzy were yeah, really peeled, you know. So I showed up and I, I remember, you know, you know, you keep your clothes on, right? To like the very last minute, right? Yeah. And so I take my shorts off and I remember Joey Summerall going, uh-oh, guys, Ed's yeah. got hamstrings. Yeah, that's great. And I just remember that thinking like, oh, man, like right. Joey Summerall just gave me like a, yeah. like a thumbs up. And I ended up winning the show. And that was just a cool moment. Um, I, I remember it had a very uh, a similar aha moment with uh, Paul Thompson, 95 uh, Nationals mm-hmm. at uh, in Newport. Yeah, and uh, so I see him, and he probably weighed 150, 152 pounds. Yeah, with clothes on. Yeah, and I was, and I remember people saying, "You know, this guy's really good. He's really good." And I remember being backstage. I was one hundred and eighty pounds. I was, how good could he be? <laughs> well, then he took his clothes. Well, then he took his clothes off, and I, I saw exactly how good he was. Is separated and just peeled inside out. Right, crazy. Right, he looked like he was one hundred and eighty pounds on stage. He was nuts and beat everybody. Yeah, yep. He won the overall. I remember. I, um, I think back about that. How I how I ended up becoming a pro, and I know it was a little bit of an issue with some of the guys. I know probably not you, and not guys like Andy Depina, mm-hmm. but there were a few guys I heard through the grapevine that weren't too happy about it. And in order to become a pro in any organization, sure. you have to win the nationals. Sure. Overall, at the time, that's the way it sure. has changed a lot since then. But Absolutely. that was that was to keep quality in the pro ranks, sure. right? The, the uh, he, NPC used to do it like that. He did it and, that way. Nava did it that yeah. way. Yeah, university did it that way. So I went down to um, Atlantic City and um, entered in as a junior. This is before I turned pro, right. and did the men's open uh, as as Al had requested, you know. And um, I uh, ran up against a buzzsaw named Jean Dominique. Jean Dominique. Yeah. yeah. And I remember Jean. standing there and I was like, yeah. it was the first time in a long time. I was like, I can't beat this guy. Yeah, like, he's, he's, he's good, really good, you know? Yeah. And and I did. I lost. I, I came in second in the in the middleweights to, and he went on to win the whole show. Mm. And I remember getting a phone call a couple of days later, Tuesday, Wednesday, and it was out. Mm. You know, hey, Eddie, I, uh, I, I look really good. Um, and if anybody knows Al Thurston, right? God rest his God soul. Rest his soul. Um, he was he was a a great, I think, a great man. I know people have their opinions, but to me, he was great um, because he didn't hold. He, there was no like it was always black and white, zero filter. No, it was zero. nothing. And and yeah. and uh, he invited. If he, if he didn't say something, it was probably not going to be good. If he did say it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was great, right. you know. And and I remember him saying to me, uh, you know, I. I'm going to give you a special invite to do the pro show in November. Um, And here's all the things you need to work on. All right. Right. And I just took it. I was like, all right, great. Like he thinks I'm ready. I'm 22 years old. If he thinks I'm ready to be a pro, realistically, was I? Probably not. I was probably two years years away from being that. Um, It was all there. But it was was there and he – you know, I think he looked at a young guy coming up and, Mm -hmm. you know, like this and and, uh, I'm trying to think of – Pat was what's Pat's last name? Pat Howard. Howard yeah. was Patrick. another one. Yeah. A couple of younger guys that were coming in that he was like, all right, I got my 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 core group of guys, yourself mm-hmm. and John Dominique, and you know, I think Fitzy was probably Still towards there. the end of his yeah. career, yeah. but you know, and then Joey Summerall and these guys, and um, and he was like, I got to bring some younger guys along, which right. makes sense, you know. And then I got to the Nationals uh, or the the nationals but it was a pro pro am right. and uh got my ass kicked which was honestly i don't i don't i think if i showed up peeled i still would have got my ass kicked because right. that's right. sort of the pecking order and the way it's right. supposed to work and um and that was it you know and 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 it was i almost think al did it like purposefully like you're gonna be good yeah. but you need to raise the bar and right. you know before we were talking about this like we were talking about dedication right sure and um sure. and and as a bodybuilder, right? Um, we, you know, we don't make millions. No, no, there's no, uh, there's no huge spend contracts. A we spend, spend a, lot. a lot. There's no huge contracts, and then you know, you enter into the next phase, which is, you know, we we run our businesses, we have families, we, sure. you know, sure. or sure. you know, we start or we start down that road, you know, and then we have to start to balance this stuff off and. Um, you know, get clients ready for shows and, you know, and we've both done it and continue, you know, realistically to this day, you know, um, to, to maybe be a little bit more specific on the type of people right, or choosy right. about yeah, the type of people that show. we take. Uh, yeah. Cause we can, we, you know, yeah. um, but realistically talk about like, so, so we go through the NABF and I don't remember your last show, but I remember my last show with the NABF uh, being 
Nationals probably in the early 2002. 2002 2002 was my last show because it, it at the end of the 2002 is that when he was when it okay so i think i was a year before that because he al this is why you gotta love al right so al might have known that he was coming to the end with yeah. the nabf yeah. and you know he was pretty secretive sure. he might have he had his people that maybe talked to mm. you about it minions. maybe a couple other guys yeah little minions that's right um but uh he had kind of asked me to come down and uh, I think I was going to do some posing for him. He's going to take a look at me mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, gave me the, you know, I, I, it looked pretty good. Yep, All right. Yep. Work on this, get a little tighter here. Um, you know, he was always on me about symmetry, which he was right, you know, cause I didn't have the quad sweep. So sure. I had to be yep. a little bit narrow up top to make it look, look Your right. Waist, yep. And then he, uh, he sent me to, um, or suggested that I go to, uh, the muscle mania tour. Right. Which I knew nothing about at the time. Uh, maybe a little. I shouldn't say that. I, I had heard of Skip LaCour, <laughs> yeah. right? And I had heard of Lose Wick, but I hadn't. I really didn't know anything about it. There was the Addy Rays. There were. Yeah. Then I started doing some research, you know. And, Kai Green. Yep, Kai Green came out of that. Um, there was some really good bodybuilders that came out of that. Uh, Michael Hearn. I remember going to Connecticut and seeing Kai Green compete, and he weighed 180 pounds, soaking wet, and he, and and he looked exactly like he looks like now just smaller, smaller. yeah but he looked his, yeah everything was there it was he looked like a cartoon yeah crazy yep. amazing and it was an unbelievable presentation yeah posing oh no so doubt. far beyond as he is you know it was amazing all right the only thing i knew about locally was a guy by i'm sure you know mikey d'angelo sure. right so mikey d'angelo i remember yeah. going so ambc yeah yeah there. and so he was he was he, he was big uh, uh who else I'm trying to think of who else was uh tito raymond Tito was, Tito was spectacular, big time, and so I'm like looking at all these guys, and I'm like, oh man, this like, I can I can do this, right? Al right. thinks I can do it, I can do it. Right. So I go out to Redondo Beach and uh, and go. I think I was in a welter. I went I went down a class. I went down to welters, yep. and uh, I think we had 32 guys in the nice. welterweight class, right? And uh, all of a sudden I get a call out. I'm like, oh man, I'm in the top top six. They did top six, not top five. Right. And I'm like, Oh, this is so cool. Like first time doing this. Right. Cut my name. Uh, I'm trying to think of the kid that won it. He went on to become a pro. That was certainly one of your best looks though. You were just, it was, yeah, it was awesome. It was super fun. And, and I felt great about it. And then I remember, so this is the the reality of the sport is it's like, it's very cut and dry. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those sports that doesn't leave a lot like, you got to kind of be able to handle your emotions. So right. we're going out, we're doing routines, right? We do our routines, we do our routines, right? And I did uh, Dolphins Cry. That's funny. And they did the lighting, the music. And I was like, man, Al was right. This is insane, right? Yeah. And I come off stage and the guy's like, hey, great job. You didn't make it. <laughs> and I'm like, let's see you next year. I'm, I'm, pardon? <laughs> I'm sorry. He's like, you didn't make top five, but great job. You look great. And I was like, oh, that's hysterical. Okay. All right. Alrighty then. And I didn't even know what to do. I, I, I was, I was high as a kite. Like I was so yeah. excited. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh. we don't I, need you anymore. Thanks body, so much. Bodybuilding will do that to you. I, I'll, uh, let me tell you this really quick. I com- I competed from, uh, I know the dates, July 17th, <laughs> July 17th, 1990. To July tenth, two thousand fourteen. Okay, yeah, that many years. Oh, I'm, I'm not good at math. I would have 27, 28 years. Yeah, yeah. Did one hundred and sixteen shows. Yeah. Okay. Of the hundred and sixteen shows that I did, I think I looked great four times. Like woke up that morning. Now I won plenty yeah, of overalls. Sure, I sure, sure. This I went to my class a million times. Yeah. All that. Okay. Four times I woke up and I was like, I was impressed with me. Mm-hmm. Okay. What those four times have in common is I didn't win in any of them. So four That's times that I thought I looked my best. Yeah. I was like top three in my class. Yeah. So, but I was satisfied right. with how I looked. So you have to, you, you don't go there to win a trophy. You go there. But that's to, learned. Well, that's learned. I, 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 that know, doesn't start my, when you're my younger. Career, my career uh, was so long that it kind of had two pieces. I took a minute in between, yep. you know, a couple of years of not competing in between uh, to have a baby. And, and I, so well, you look great. Yeah. I lost the baby weight. <laughs> um, so I, there's two pieces. And I competed for all the wrong reasons at the beginning for the, for the 
to to be under we talked about earlier to be in that light and to be in those spotlights and to get that attention mm-hmm. okay because anybody that is a bodybuilder is insecure whether they want to believe it or not they just are yeah you, you usually look like that because because that we're reason. insecure <laughs> right. so we know i did it for all that reason and then the second half of it i really only did it for me right and i had in the in, and i was better and literally in the second half mm. because I was doing it for all for the right reasons, right. you know? And, um, but I, th- I always find, I say, if I look back in my pictures or my videos, uh, you know, I've got videos that are on VHS, I've got VH, I've got videos on, and we used to buy the VHS, yes. right? VHS. From Al. D- DVDs. <laughs> or Joe, Joe Agostelli. Now they're on right? hard drive. Yeah. 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 Joe Agostelli, yeah. Uh, and then ha- now hard drives and now everything's just on my phone. Yeah. You know, it's know. crazy. So I there's, know. you know, crazy amount of time that that goes into it but to find you know like these four times i was like wow everything was good dry as a bone color was perfect right. presentation was great da, 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 da. didn't win but was happy yeah i hear but you was, was completely content and happy with how it happened so if you're going to get into the sport i tell all my young clients or even any of my older clients you 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 know everybody wants to win and sure. only one person does yep. ultimately yep and this doesn't we don't win any money and it usually only costs you a ton of money to to, to do it and sacrifice not right. to mention the time you're not spending with your significant other with your family right your extended family meaning your mother your father sure you know everybody your cousins your brother you you, you got to show up at places uh that that are weddings and when you find out that somebody invited you somewhere and you're in the middle of a prep, um, you are, you're like, I, I can't tell you go. how many times I just didn't go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go because you don't want to get out of your routine because right. you got to get up at four and do cardio. Or you got to go to your second session. Or you got to, yeah. I got to prep food. Or I got to stop at the market. And your energy and, levels are low. And you know, you're, I mean, just, it's, you're, yeah. you're just completely consumed with that. Right. And the only way, I'm convinced, unless you're completely genetically gifted, uh, but and, and, and let me and let me say this: I think that people will judge you, literally judge you, yeah. uh, uh, on what they see that day, and they have no idea what sacrifices what sacrifices go into for that day. Right? Um, you say, ah, you know, you know, I've seen Eddie look better. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just saw I just want to say hi. Hey, man. I'm in live in a podcast right now, but that's Brendan. That's Brendan at my door. <laughs> Brendan lives in California. <laughs> All right. Good. good to see you, man. Um, you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, nobody knows. Oh, I've seen Ed look better. I've seen Ed, but you know, they don't know, you know, yeah. the, 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 the twice a day cardio and the sacrifices you made, and the sacrifice for the family and the time with your kids and yeah, business no, and everything. No, they, All those other things just keep going. Life goes. Yeah. I mean, and I found it like when I was, when I was young and, and, and coming out of college and, and kind of doing this, like, uh, so I would, I would say my career would break up in, in the same way. Yeah, it would absolutely. be like almost yeah. two lives. Right. Sure. Um, my break was because I blew both my knees out a right. year apart. And so I had to, not only did I have to rehab, but football. Yeah, football. No, well, football probably was the degenerative piece of it, but right. yeah, I was playing hoop and I blew out my left oh, knee and then I rehabbed to get back on stage to do Brian Canone's muscle mania down in, oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. Connecticut, won my class and, um, and, uh, lost the overall by two points. So I was like, oh my God, so close to my pro card. Very next day. Buddy calls me. He's like, "Hey, you want to play hoop?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I mean, blew my right knee out, and I was—I literally sat down on the ground. I just started laughing. I was like, "I can't believe!" And here's what I said: "Forget the surgery." I was like, I "Can't believe I can do that rehab again." Can I tell, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Terrible. A I never told you this. Yeah. God, true story. Al, Al's paying attention. If he's up. Uh, I remember getting ready for a show. He would get ready for junior nationals, and I went to go have Al look at me. Yeah. He said to me, he says, you look good. You know, your legs good, tight, tight, you know, pretty. And he would always say pretty much the same. I don't want to say he would say the same thing, but we probably presented him with kind of the same thing. Yeah. Right. And he would say, he says, you know, you, a little tighter, get tighter, you know, make sure your color's right. And blah, 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 blah. So your legs look, and he said to me, he said, your legs look great. I said, well, who do you know that's competing? And he went through the whole litany of people and he mentioned you. Yeah. And he's, and you had just come back from you know, a, a leg injury. Yeah. And he says, you know, uh, I think he had said, you're, like, I remember the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, uh, he's got a little uh, symmetry problem because I think his right leg is down in size. He blew his knee out. Yeah. Which I didn't know. Yeah. Obviously, because we would only talk at shows. Yeah. You know, we really, yeah, yeah. you know, so, um, 
I said, I said, oh, all right, all right. So I got this guy. I'm gonna, I gotta have this guy. He's gonna have one bad wheel, so yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be able to do it. I don't know. I don't even remember which yeah, what yeah. happened to the show. You probably beat me, so I have no idea. No, uh, I, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I'm trying to think of. Uh, I might have had, I might have had some injuries. I mean, Al knew about. I had bad knees. Yeah. From football, you know, so I was all because he was always on me. He's like, "Why can't you get those?" I'm like, "I don't know." I'm like, "They're as big as I." I mean, I was sitting around two hundred two, two hundred five, in like the off season. I was yeah, like, "Yeah, yeah I can't yeah. get any fatter." I'm like, "This is it, man," you know. And I and I, I always had to work so hard to get my waist down because I had that thick rib sure, cage, sure. you know. Yeah. Um, you know, and so, I like you, I can literally name the four times yeah. I look the best. Now, three of those I won. Right, which I'm proud of. Yeah. But the fourth time, ironically enough, was the second to last time I did the the universe mm-hmm. um, down in Fort Lauderdale. And I remember showing up and I remember getting on the scale and I remember being at the gym the day and a half before the show. Mm-hmm. So two days before. And I that was sort of routine. I would fly in four days before the show, yeah, like get used to the yeah. weather and the humidity and figure out my water sure. and how my body was going to respond and uh, and away from everybody. So I could like, and a buddy of mine would always set me up like with a hotel that had a kitchen in it. Sure, sure. So I could do all that stuff, and and I remember going to the gym and just these you are know, just all things that yeah you learn over like, time. Yes. Yeah, you learn over time, you know. And I remember going to that gym and you know doing a little, you know, what else are you gonna do? You know, a little chest, little buys, right? Yeah, sure. And I remember everyone in that gym just being like, just staring at me, and that's when you know I'm like, <laughs> I got this, yeah, like right. I am spot on. And I remember the day of, I wake up, girl that always did my color. Um, she was out of Arizona. She was phenomenal. Um, I even, and she had seen me, you know, I mean, these people yeah, that you right. see, they're like, sure. you know, you're in a banana hammock and yeah, they right, like basically right. seeing you naked for 10 yeah, years. Sure. And even she goes, Whoa, you, you are spot on this right. year, huh? And I was like, yeah, man, I'm going to beat everybody. Right. Until, you know, next thing you know, you're like standing there and it's Ulysses and Chelsoon and right. you know, you're like, okay, yeah. you know, but the funny thing is, I think I, t- I came in fourth in my class in the pros because the pros at Muscle yeah. Mania had classes yeah. and I still walked out of there. I was like, cause I had everybody so walking up to me so and they were like, man, yeah, you look, no, look. Yeah, I mean, you, and so there's a different they, judging thing as you start to get there older. Is, and there's, and you know, your peers, also, what your peers say correct. is huge. It, it, it means almost everything. It does. You know what I mean? And so if, if I get on stage and you think I look good or vice versa or, or somebody you respect yeah. says that to you, yeah. that's, you know, I don't have one trophy of all the trophies. I don't have any of them. I was there. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, I was yeah, there. Yeah. I get the pictures. I get the videos. Yeah. Um. I, I don't need. You know. Uh, I I had a. Uh, this is funny. When I did the uh, NPC Nationals, and I, I did I did that in uh, place seventh yeah. in my class. Thirty two guys in my class. It was great. It's probably the highlight of my career. When I came back to my gym, obviously everybody knew that I was going to compete. Uh, guy said to me who didn't know anything about bodybuilding. Yeah. Okay. He said to me, in fairness to him, he said, uh, he was, Hey, how'd you do on that show last weekend? I said, I said, I said, I did great. Yeah. I was so happy. It was in, it was in the second call out, but then I got to move to the first call. And so I'm explaining yep. to him the whole thing. He said, how'd you, so how'd you place? I said, I placed seventh, seventh in the country. He goes in my class and he said, he said, next time you try harder, maybe you'd be sixth. <laughs> What they don't understand is the difference between third and seventh are I was, fractions I was, of points. I was, you know, Eddie, I, I, I'm standing like this, and my my yeah. training partner is like Dave. Don't he, just, he doesn't just, know. He doesn't, he doesn't know. know. Don't punch he him. He doesn't. Don't punch him. He's old. You know, it's, it's, it's the funniest thing. But you know, people don't know. And if if somebody yeah. ever says, "Yeah, I placed top five at this show, top five, anybody that's in the sport is like, "Wow, that's." That's amazing. That's crazy, you know, because the, yeah. the, the level of competition is just oh, so many great awesome. guys out there. Yeah. And they just keep getting But that's what you, better. you know, and when we're younger, we are trophy collectors, sure. I think, you 100%. know, right? And 100%. for the most part, most of us were doing local regional shows, you know. Sure. There wasn't, even the NABF at that time didn't really have a, a true national presence. We no. weren't getting guys from California. We were, we were getting New York. We were getting DC. All, and I will say the Ohio, Carolina. Pennsylvania guys were good. Yeah. yeah. They were good. But yeah. we weren't getting... Like once I got into Muscle Mania, all of a sudden they're like, "Yeah, there's these, there's thirty different countries here." I'm like, "You don't, you don't know how good you." You don't, yeah. I remember being backstage at Nationals, yeah, in the best shape of my life, and going, 
I can't beat him, and I can't beat him, and I can't beat him. What am I doing here? Yeah, right I know. Now? You know, like, uh, you know, middleweight's five minutes. Let's go. You know, it, please don't have anxiety. Oh my goodness, all. this like, is yeah, right yes. now. Be Not right now. In three minutes. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, so that you know, to, in, a, in a nutshell, you know, we I think bodybuilders like ourselves, right? We've we've sort of lived almost two separate and cohesive lives at the same time we, we were talking off camera and before about like you know the struggles that come with the life sure. right and yeah. so you know we'll tell everybody like you got to trust trust the process you gotta like you know these are all quotes that every coach says to right True. um and you you put it out uh, you know every once in a while you have a, a meme that you put out that's yeah. like a coach a great coach will tell you what's wrong not yeah. not kiss your ass basically yeah. I'm, I'm messing Tell up the, yeah. yeah but but the reality of it is that we the reason that we are able to do what we do is because unlike and unlike the people today that are like I did a show now I'm your coach because I look pretty good and now I'm on Instagram and I have a thousand followers right. so you should follow my program like we're old, we're beaten by life, right? That's, and we paved our we've paved our roads because we've learned. So we want to pass those experiences on to anybody that's willing to do a fraction of what we did. It's, but it's it's the it, like we spoke earlier. It was it's this discipline and work that nobody's ever gonna see. Right. Nobody's ever going to see it. Nobody's going to see the going to failure, squatting a leg press and doing cardio at 4 a.m. fasted for 45 minutes on a step mill. Right. Nobody's going to see that. Nobody sees that. And what, like I said earlier, uh, when, when what they do see is they'll, they'll spend the whatever money and buy a ticket and they'll mm -hmm. say, he doesn't look that good. Right. You know, and it, while they're, you know, eating whatever. Right. You know what I mean? They're, they're not willing themselves to actually go up there and right. put themselves put themselves literally out there mm -hmm. okay and be judged by people mm -hmm. you know everyone judges everybody but we actually get judged yeah literally, literally a in a point system in a point system yeah. and get, and get he judged. looks better than him right like, or she it's looks better very than very right. clear and it's very unforgiving yeah it's very unforgiving just like what happened to you and that's happened to me i thought i was going to win my class and oh you got it you got it you got it you got it and next thing you know you're third yeah i mean it's the way that it is and it's it can be heartbreaking at sometimes but you can't what what i think a lot of people do and i think probably when i was younger i did is you you literally took it personally yes like you would take yeah. it personally because my when i would prep for a show it was first place or bust yeah. you know it was a bad day if i didn't place how i thought i should place right. and that is a completely wrong way obviously of, of thinking about yeah it. Every, we all compete and in, in we in compete to win. Yeah, we compete, compete to win. win no you, doubt. You accept whatever the answer is right. at the end. You always accept. And I do think know. that comes with it comes with experience. I, I, so. I don't want to say age. It just comes with experience, it does. right? And because you're putting you, yourself out there more and more often, right. you understand how things are. Like uh, uh, younger, um, they want they want it. You know, they want it. They want they want to have whatever. They right. want the size or the conditioning, and then that just comes with knowing your body. Nobody out of the gate. You know, looks like a Jay Cutler. No, that just it doesn't Jay happen. Jay Cutler didn't look like Jay Cutler. Right. It just you know, doesn't happen. It's time. time. It's you know, I've been training since I was fourteen years old. I'm right. going to be fifty five. Right. You know, so it, it, it every day. Right. All the days. Right. Right. All okay. of them. All the days. Right. You know, on my wedding day, yeah. I trained. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. you train, and that's what people that this is. That's that's kind of what we do. It wasn't. It was never. Um, my passion became my job. Right. It was never a hobby, you know. Well, I tell people all the time. I was you know like, I'm, I mean? I'm very fortunate because my my career chose me. Right. Sure. And it chose me at a very young age. Like yeah. Twelve years old, I knew I wanted to. You know, next yeah. week I've got the guy that was my mentor who I when I started at his, he's coming in, just because I was like, hey, I got you got to tell the story. I mean, sure. you know, 800 members at his club. I walk in the door, and whatever that connection was, he was like. I'm going to take this kid. That's now, this crazy. guy competed in the NABA Mr. Universe with Frank Zane. Crazy. So he's got these stories, you know? So right. there was a guy that did that level and was like, you know Amazing. what? I'm going to take this this guy. Amazing. Because he saw it in my eyes day one. And, you know, uh, I think there's a, you know, 
you always hear about the Iron Brotherhood, you yeah. know what I mean, that we're in and and paying it forward. You know, I was fortunate enough, mm -hmm. uh, a friend of my brother's who was a bodybuilder kind of for my first show kind of took me under his wing. And I, you know, that was 35 years ago. And I, I, when I see him, I still call him coach. Yeah. You know, I said, yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. coach, how you doing? Yeah. He's like, no, it's Mark. You know, I'm like, no, you have no, you know, you put my life into a direction right. that I'm kind of forever grateful for. Of course. I, again, so my, my, my whole life blossomed into something else because of you, because you decided to help me. Right. You know, yeah. which by the way, I did that first show to the, uh, um, it was in Wildwood, New Jersey. It was called the, uh, it was the MTC South Jersey Open, July of 1990. I go and I do the, I do the show. I dieted. Obviously, I was in great shape, did it. I did the novice. I did the open. Yeah. Okay. I mean, whatever, 21, 22 yeah, years yeah. old. I won both classes and I won the overall. I was like, this bodybuilding thing is, this, this is, is easy. Great. <laughs> All right. About three months later, I decided to do the uh, NPC Powerhouse Grand Prix. Okay. Okay. Um, Vinnie Greco. Vinnie Greco. Race, I did. Right? That was my very first okay. show. So I Vinnie decided Greco's to do that show. Gym. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is easy. And of course, I over-dieted, cut my water to work, da, 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 and I was... I should have, I look, I was, I look so terrible. I should have been behind the plant at the, at the edge of the uh, stage, you know? And I think I placed 10th out of 11 guys. Yeah. And that, you know, I said, okay, well, it isn't easy. Yeah. It's very, very difficult to look a certain way. It's not even about looking a certain way on a day. It's looking a certain way in an hour, in a span of an yeah. hour in a day. I used to say, if you I can, know? if I can, if I can hold for 12 hours. Because God, those NABF shows That's were tough. forever, yeah, you know. Um, yeah, but uh, but as as I got into like the muscle mania thing, you know, Luke, there was there was far more efficiencies to it. But... I, I will say, in fairness, when when we were pros, Al used to let us go on first. Yeah, he did. You know, what he mean? did, which so, was you know, yeah, you could spot on do that. You know, you know, I tell, tell bodybuilders all the time. You say, well, what time is prejudging? Well, prejudging they say starts at ten, but that's not bodybuilding time. Yeah. Bodybuilding time is 11.17. You know what I mean? It's, you know, it might say <laughs> 9 or 10 here, right. but bodybuilding right. is, could yeah, be yeah, quarter yeah. or 12. Yeah, that's true. You that's know? true. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It was really hard for that. I remember uh, – it's funny that you said Vinnie Greco. So uh, having gone to school up in Waltham, right, right, um, right. I had friends that went to Vinnie Greco's Powerhouse Gym, which right. was in Watertown. Right. And the very first show, there were posters up at World's Gym in Waltham. Right. That was Vinnie Greco's Powerhouse, Mr. Massachusetts, right? right. And I was like, oh. Sweet, right? Yeah. I, don't, I think it was in Lincoln Sunbury High School. This will be easy, and I'll, I'll just go and do that, right? I think I'll just I just go do it. I I did. I literally dieted it for like so three and a half great. weeks, awesome. and uh, went and did it. And I was like, for the first time in my life, I'm like, wow, I look like really muscular, not just big like I bench press. I show up at this thing, right? And and I'm like geared up, right? I practice some right. posing, and you know, I stand top of the world by Van Halen. I had my routine down. I was like, oh, this is gonna be great, you know. And uh, I get there. You show me your age just by the reference of oh, the music. Of course, of right? course. That album uh, came out that, about forty years ago. That was a number one hit back in nineteen, <laughs> right? So I get up there and um, and and it's this is probably twelve or thirteen guys, right? Because it's a junior division, right? right? And uh, and and everyone's talking to this one kid before, and and I'm like, who's this guy, right? And he's just he's you know five foot four and. He looks like he's 200 pounds on stage. He's got wheels and he's just, and I'm Crazy. like, what the heck? What is that? What the hell? Right? So we go out and we do our thing, right? And prejudging goes by and, you know, and you guys like front double bicep and you, I do what every amateur does. I'm like, oh, it's this one, right? Because yeah. you don't really know yet, you know, sure. right? So I'm kind of following along. I think that's how yeah, it goes, right? Sure. I go back and then I go out and I do my routine. I nail my routine because... That's all choreographed, sure, right? And sure. and I fall in love with the stage, right? Like right. I'm like, oh, this is this really is fun, cool. Yeah. Go back, come out, don't place. Of course, I think I literally was dead last. They were like, you suck. Like, please do something better next time. <laughs> get a coach. But I remember watching. I get a coach. I remember watching this guy, and I'm like, oh man, like he looks so good. He's so fluid. And then he does a backflip. I'm like, oh, how do you do that? Right. It was Jose Raymond. Is that right? I'm like, I just. So years later, I was like, oh, it all makes sense now because no, I just sense. lost a Jose Hall of Fame body. Yeah, exactly. Yes, uh, one so of the best ever to do it, ever to do it, and uh, and a great guy, yeah, you know, awesome. great guy. So uh, yeah, I mean, there's a we we could do this all day, but sure. one of the things I, I I you know one of the things we started the podcast was you know truth behind fitness, like it's our modality is bodybuilding. 
Sure. Right. There are there are hundreds of different modalities of training and CrossFit and yoga and all those things. And my job isn't to tell you which ones. That's your job to figure out what is best yeah. for you. We 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 know what works physiologically. Mm-hmm. We know what works from a you know from a chemistry standpoint, from a diet standpoint. Right. And the thing that I think is important for people to realize is that um, is that it's okay to go through like the 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 negative sides, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because the foundation for you, the foundation for me, and we've talked about this on the other podcast is when all the world has gone to shit, I can always go and work out. That's it. And I can reground myself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's one of the things that we express all the time. Like, you know, you and I were sharing war stories earlier off camera about our personal sides, our personal lives, which we're not going to get into. Okay. But We've both been down some tough roads, sure. right? Um, but you always I, had that. I remember when you lost your dad. Yeah. I know that that was huge for sure. you, you know, and, and we were competing at the time, mm-hmm. you know, and I remember thinking, like, how, how's he doing this? Like, how's he pulling himself together to, to, well, to, I was, to bring it back, was, you know? When that happened, one, if I ever quit, that he would have haunted me for the rest of my life. <laughs> right? that, that just, that's a good that's, dad. That would, that yeah, yeah, would yeah. just not ever happen. I started something and then uh, I, I got to finish, finish it and see it through, uh, which I did. But um, uh, some people might look at that, you know, you're being selfish or something, whatever, but I, I made time to do all the other things sure. I, uh, being responsible. Um, but you're right. I agree with you 100%. I mean, everyone has to find their way, whatever it is, whatever avenue it might be mm-hmm. of fitness. I think follow it, do it 100%. You'll always have it to fall back on. You know, I enjoy being in my own studio at 4, 4.30 in the morning, doing my cardio and my own thoughts. Like I said to you earlier, bodybuilders, uh, especially when they're training or they're getting ready to compete or getting ready for competition or dieting, you, you become very introspective about yourself. Mm-hmm. You learn a lot about yourself because yeah. you're in your own thoughts an awful lot. You got headphones on quite a bit, especially when you're doing cardio, you're paying attention uh, to watching something uh, and listening to music uh, and you just have all these thoughts. And so every once in a while when I have clients that start getting you know close and ready uh, uh, to compete, two, three, four weeks out, I start getting the, the text messages, start getting longer and, and emotional. Longer. Hey, I, I just really wanted to say thank you for everything you've done for me and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, he's almost, he's almost ready. He's peaking. He's losing his mind. <laughs> yeah. no, I, I think there's, I think that's he's right because I, I, I do think that I, I think, and I'm not a psychologist, but I play one on TV, um, is that you, you, you're so self-centered Right. Mm-hmm. And so self-focused on this goal, yeah, right? That's, sure. you know, hyper-focused, right? And then all of a sudden it's, it all starts to come together at the end, sure. right? Sure. And, and there's a bit, there's a moment that you, the guard comes down and these emotions like a, like a floodgate come sure. flying through and you're trying to organize them and you're like, all right, I, I really need to thank these people because I've kind of fucked them all and they've all not they've all, they've, deliberately they've all just, just tolerated and they've tolerated sure. it right and this is sure. what i try to tell people is like what you don't understand that and you said it like what they see on the day of a show or a day or two before the show yeah. and they're you know wow you look great blah 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 i'm like you have no idea yeah. what i did like like you said like you know we try to live our lives in a seven to eight now yeah like, right like what we mean by that is like you know one being you know, a fat, disgusting blob and a 10 being competing at the national level. Right. We try to live our lives in a seven to eight. Why? I think, I think a lot of reasons. One, we're vain. Sure. All right. Yeah, that's uh, cool. That's cool. <laughs> right. Two, we're, Honestly. we're walking, talking billboards for our businesses. Sure. Right. 100%. Three, it's more inspiring when your trainer looks like they know what they're talking about. Sure. Okay. Uh, and, and and four, there's a health component that comes. I think that comes along with it, that we have as we've aged, we sort of grasp onto. Like, hey, you know what? I, it's not mentally healthy to be a ten yeah, all the time. Right. It's definitely not mentally healthy to be a five. Uh, unfortunately, you we we have lived our lives, or I have anyway, over way here, too far over there, way yeah. too far over, there. and it's so extreme. And it's, it's extreme in every single way, you know, 
doing an hour and a half of cardio, 45 minutes twice a day of cardio, limiting you, you're in a caloric deficit. For, I was a know. genetic super freak. I didn't have to do as much as he did. Oh, I did. But and I still did. do. <laughs> um, uh, but all those things. And, and so then the food is an extreme. And then when the show is over, well, then you cheat as an extreme. Yeah, you, it is. Just, it is a you, level. So, yeah, right. So none, none of it, none of it has. Everything. There's no balance to it. So when you, when you, uh, just as a human, when you live your life without balance, which right. was was like I said, retiring in 2014 from competing, the absolute most difficult thing I've ever had to do in my life is find balance mm -hmm. between, you know, not trying to load up the squat rack and not trying to do this and just right. be able to go in and work out and eat good and be in shape and stay in shape for my clients and stay in shape for my family, my kids and blah, blah, blah. And I, what, what I, I struggled with that. I mean, and I know you said you did too, oh, yeah. you, you struggle with it because you only really know how to do it this way. And, and because that's been the better part of your adult life. Right. Uh, uh, extreme. Yeah. You know? And so, you know, it, I, a lot of times when I see other bodybuilders that they retire and they downsize tremendously and, um, you know, they, they, you know, sometimes a lot of professional athletes, you see them, they just, you know what? I don't even work out anymore. I don't even do this. I, this is, this is, I don't necessarily no, say I, that I, it is I, a jealousy, but it kind of is a little bit of a jealousy because I'm not built that way. Well, I, I got I buddies of mine it. that, you know, I lived in Jacksonville, so Dexter Jackson's from Jacksonville. Sure, right, and right. I got buddies of mine. They're like, dude, you got to see Dexter. He, he looks great, but he's lost like 50 pounds. Yeah. And I'm like, well, Good for that's awesome. Yeah. Because, you know, he's, he's had enough, you know. You see Sean Ray now, and I'm like, Sean Ray was my hero. Yeah, me too, yeah. And I'm like, Sean, just a couple of hours little, of cardio, man, little, like something. Little like little, little, like, you know, right, but for everybody, right. it's different, it's you know. It is. Everybody, it's different. Like, it is. Look I, JJ looks absolutely so healthy. He looks great. 230, 240. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, people didn't see him at 310. No, no. You know, he looked like a cartoon. So, yeah. you know, not everybody – can do that is and certainly it's not healthy to i mean do it. You, uh, i've watched a lot i was a, i was a big dorian yates true. fan uh, i got I got, I got dorian i got to see dorian at his prime uh, at crazy. the berkeley school of music uh, in the mid 90s no kidding and uh you know he came out to nirvana and it smells like teen spirit and he just all of a sudden hits that pose where he hits the calf and does the bicep and i my buddy was next to me i was like i was like scared i was like oh god he's 300 pounds i've never seen anything like it sure. before you know and yeah. now to see him and but his he's having that he had that same conversation for years he's like he couldn't find this right. balance and then right. he found yoga and ways of like sure. you know now i think he looks better you know, I mean, granted, as a bodybuilder, no, 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 no. But, he, but as a but as a healthy as, human being, as a 55, 56 year old, great. super healthy guy yeah. doing yoga, which obviously that, that which I, I wanted to tell you that uh, my wife's a yoga instructor and she has been my lower back's been tight, just injuries and yeah, whatnot. Sure. So I've been doing yoga for the last couple of months. It's spectacular. It's Absolutely good. spectacular. I, and she, you know, she has me doing these things. We kind of do it together at the house. And she, and she, uh, she was like, I want you to take your legs and do this. And then I'm like, well, hey, my legs are a little bigger than yours, and I have these body pots that yeah. are, you know, a little yeah. bit bigger, you know. Uh, but you don't realize how unflexible you really oh, become as a bodybuilder. Well, because we're constantly contracting, being you know? tight, you yeah. know, and, yeah. and it's the it's the polar opposite. That's where I was today on the opposite side of that. <laughs> right. You know, I do, yeah. So, we but I really got, enjoy it. And you I, gotta, I, but that's not something that that's not something that I would ever even entertain. No, back in the day, about, never. I, I honestly, I, if I if I could, that's where I would do. I would like I would unplug. I would go back twenty years, and I would integrate some of these other things. Sure. One for balance, and two because I think it would have made me a better bas uh, uh, bodybuilder. You know, without, like no doubt. Question. And that in the, the kind of you know the 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 inner peace that kind of comes with it. And again, I, you know, you you said it earlier. It comes with life and experience and age yeah. and, and and you know just. I started body. I actually started bodybuilding in college, which is not something I recommend because um, that changes life a lot in college. But I would do it in between playing football, right? And then the, the Boston Herald wrote a huge article on me about how I did this, and I didn't think anything of it. You just, but I, I can imagine what a reader is looking at this like. Why is he doing this in college? Like yeah, right. you know, like should be doing keg stands and like stuff like that. But like, <laughs> it was it was weird. It worked really well for me because of the way my mind worked. It right. was like okay, football season, heavier training, more flexibility. Sure. Play the sport. Sure. Once once the sport's over, right into bodybuilding. Right. And then my coaches like end of season, end of like as we were getting out for the year, they were just like, don't lose too much weight. 
And I'm, I never did. I was like, you know, like it, I was always within 20 pounds, which, mm-hmm. you know, like, sure. we can do that in a weekend if, if we wanted to. Um, so it, it, it just worked really well. I don't, wouldn't recommend that to anybody, uh, but it's what worked for me. It, I got, I learned a lot about my body. Like, wow, if I'm leaner, I'm faster. Right. So I would come back the next year a little bit leaner, a little bit leaner, a little bit leaner. And then by the time I was a senior, I was like, wow, this is, this is great, you know, because I played at a division two school. We didn't have a strength and conditioning coach. We didn't have nutritionists and things right. like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, it was sort of macro programming and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, so it was kind of like, Hey, you're kind of on your own. He has a program, you know, I think one year we had Mike Boyle, but other than that, like it was, a, it, it, it was sort of self-taught and, um, but you always, we, you always had to have. I had to have something. something. And so, and that's sort of been my mentality. And as I've gotten older and I started to realize like, hey, you know what? Everything starts to pass you by. Right. Like the competitive thing, you know, I, I told you the story of, you know, I don't want to tell it on air, but, um, you know, I told you the story of like when I knew it was done mm-hmm. for me. Sure. Um, and the hardest part was how to fill that void. And now I fill it with my daughters and my right. business and my friends right. and I've never been in a, a better mental place. Right. And yet physically, I think I look me better now than I did yeah. four years ago. Probably, you know? well, I would I would probably say hundred percent. And and so it's all come full circle. And so like the podcast and bringing, you know, people like yourself up to talk about your experiences is, is to be able to tell people out there, like, listen, you have one, you have to sacrifice something. Absolutely. You know, you can't hire a trainer. You can't ex- have these expectation results without sacrificing something. So whether it's food or drink or both, you know, as we come into barbecue season right. um, or, you know, you're going to sacrifice time. Time is the one thing that you have to sacrifice because you have to. But once you go to the gym, like people always said, oh, you sacrifice a lot of time to go to the gym. I'm like, well, I don't see that as a sacrifice really, at all. No, that's that's a me not. time. Sure. Like so, you know, but like, you do sacrifice time with family and you sacrifice, you know, but. Are you a better version of yourself because of it? I think you are. Not with it, when, when we were extreme. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not competing, yeah. No. I mean, without question. But like I had, I had shared with you earlier, uh, competing and doing so many shows at five, four or five shows at the beginning of the year, take three months off, do four or five shows at the end of the year, yeah. seven years in a row. Yeah. That's stupid. Right. But with that, with that, it's just so ridiculous because you're just perpetually, that's all right. you're doing is you're right. just living that life. You're just chasing your tail. And and do you make any gains? Yeah. Minuscule. You don't, sure. you don't really have, because you didn't shut it down, but you, you become just reactive to your daily life and you don't, you're not living the life. You're just kind of a spectator to yeah. each and every day mm-hmm. because that's kind of what prep is. You know, prep is, yeah, Groundhog Day. It's yeah, up at the is. same time, eat at the same time, drink the same water. Yeah, da, 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 da. yeah. So you know what to change and adjust. And I have found me. I have found with co- coaching uh, clients. I would say maybe thirty years old and younger. Okay, maybe twenty five and younger. Um, I find that they live in a very different life and society that than we did. Than yeah. you and I did. Yeah, and and uh, well, certainly I did. And and you had to go, you had to go to somebody mm-hmm. that you trusted or wherever that might've been, right? Whether it was you come to me or me yeah. come to you yeah. or us going to Al or whatever yeah. it might be. Sure. We just went wherever that person is. And like I said to you earlier, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I've got somebody saying, well, Hey, can you, can you meet can me, meet in the me middle? halfway? Like, yeah. Well, listen, my studio's over here, yeah. you know, we're low battery, just... low battery mode. Okay. Um, with that said, uh, and, and I'm not saying, because they don't have to, the, everything that they have is, is like this. Instantaneous. They want to know about something, boom, it's in their phone or on their laptop or whatever it might be. And that, when you, you know, when you were in college, you know, and, and I was in school, you know, we had to go look it up. Yeah, we do have a, these there's this weird called, place for the library. <laughs> right. You know, you had to go and you had to learn about nutrition right. by somebody that, you know, an athletic performance and nutrition wasn't really a thing. No. You know, when I became a trainer in 1989-90, um, I had to take a correspondence course, ISSA, yeah. you know, and it was $300. They sent me books yeah, I like remember this that yeah, yeah. And, uh, and they send you a certificate and you know, you know, it, I guess it, I guess it is. I'm not saying necessarily that 
that was it was well it was more difficult and it built character and it is better. I'm not saying that. It's just different. I'm just saying it's just different. Right. Okay. And, right. and so what I think happens to people, uh, the younger generation, my son included, is they just think, well, why would you do it that way through a book when you could just do it this way and and just you can learn it all in a weekend. Right. Well, you know, you you can't learn 32 years of training experience in a weekend. No. Okay. Because all every single mistake. And there were a lot of them that I made during prep, whether it's with a posing suit, a color, a oil, or too much oil, or not enough oil, or not having something backstage, or not eating enough, or eating too much. Or, I mean, all those things lead into what you displayed and you put on, right. you put your physique on stage. And in those, every single one of those things, like my first coach, Mark Ray, said to me, he goes, you know, competing is a line like this, and it's all these little tiny pieces mm -hmm. that lead to what happens at the end. And, and that was 35 years ago that he said that to me. And I, and I still use that, and it is. Every single thing, and I'm sure you get the question all the time, well, you know, what's most important? All of it. All of it. Yeah. Okay. Everything. You know, nutrition's going to be a hundred percent. Your training's going to be a hundred percent. Your cardio is going to be a hundred. Not just walking on a treadmill. You right. you know, work. doing your cardio. You yeah. know, putting your time and putting the same effort you put into bicep curls as you are walking on a step mill. And um, those, once again, those are in reference. Those are all the things that that uh, nobody ever sees. Right. You know, nobody doesn't. Nobody sees that. No. Yeah. I, I and and I again. It's why I. I go back to and, and, and the frustration for, for me, the reason we started the podcast is that I, we, in the very first intro, I said, we are in the age of the inform, the disinformation information age. hundred percent. And it's really difficult for, for, and, and, and we're not, obviously we're not the only people on the planet no, that are these, these professionals that have cut our teeth through time. There's, sure. there's probably thousands of us. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm thinking about worldwide, just nationwide. Sure. There's probably thousands of us. Yeah. But by the way, they're 35 and above. Mm. And the reason I say that is because there's a delineation. Yeah. There's, there's a time factor that we did, mm -hmm. right, and others have done to create systems, right? You have your way of training. You have sure. your style, right? Sure. I have my way. I try. I try. Why, why do we have those? Because we did them. And I'm sure we've all had other people sure. like say we've all had influences of other people. We've all yes. that's called research, right. okay? And we do it, and we 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 stepped on stage, and we're like, oh, that one didn't work. Okay, back right. to the drawing board. Sure. And then eventually, you find out what works for you, and then you start to pass that knowledge on to others, and you realize because you're a professional and you understand that exactly what you did is not going to work for that person, right. you tweak it a little bit, and you keep tweaking sure. until you find out, and what you're teaching to that person. And I tell all of my clients that is that my job is to teach you how to read your body. Yeah. When your body starts doing X, Y, and Z, you need to know that it's it's this, A, B, and C. What it's doing, sure. Okay. Yeah. Now you can reach out to me and tell me like condition is X, mm -hmm. and I'm going to tell you. Right. Well, that's because your calcium's low. We're going right. to bring your calcium up. Right. Okay. Or your iron levels are low, and that's why you're fatigued right now. It's not because you're low carb. Right. Okay. Sure. Right. You have your body fat's 15%. Right. You're, you're not, that's not yet. Okay. When you're 5%, we'll have that conversation. Okay. Um, so everybody that's 15 sometimes thinks they're five. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's that too. But so the, the reality of it is, in, is what I think in our industry we fight against more than anything is, you know, is how do we get out how do we break some of these sort of mythical things, right? Which is, you know, follow this program for 45 days. And you're going to be in the best shape of your life. Like cut the shit, right? Yeah. Please stop using the word best shape of your life, right? Right. All right. Or at least qualify it. Sure. Okay. Like what, what does that mean? And I, I ask all my clients, and I'm sure you do the same thing is I always ask them, I'm like, you know, what is your, what is your goal? Right. Like, oh, I want to lose. I want you to do the yeah, exact same yeah, thing. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Good. Send me a picture of what that looks like. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't know. Go find a picture of what you look like. What What is your ideal? I, I literally, my very first client, when I came back from Jacksonville, Florida, sent me a picture of Bill Davey. I was like, um, that's Mr. Universe. I was just saying, what, the universe? And uh, he goes, yeah, no, I want to look like that. I'm like, okay. Okay, yeah. 15 years later, still a client. Right. Doesn't quite look like Bill Davey. Looks great. Yeah. But not Bill Davey. But hey, you know what? This is... This is okay because we, we change goals as we go. Sure. 
No, no one says that like the goal starts here. You know, Tom Brady wanted, I'm sure, wanted to win a Super Bowl. Well, right. after he won one Super Bowl, I'm sure it, it right. wasn't like one's good. No, it it, it, it goes up, it, you know, it, and, and it does change a hundred percent. And I I tell people or I try to ascertain that information from people. They say, well, I want to look like this, and I say, well, you know, uh, what are, are we are we striving for mediocrity? Are we trying to be, you know? Un out of shape is that what we're trying to do? Because <laughs> your idea of, like I said earlier yeah. to you, your idea of what in shape is, and you know, you and I have seen seventy-year-old women and men bodybuilders mm -hmm. that are great grandparents, yeah, on stage and like look like they're twenty years old, right? Okay, so it really depends on what you've been exposed to. We've sure. seen some of the greatest athletes in the world right. literally and, and and so you know when when uh you think that your son is maybe a good football player okay and, be, and he's number one in the league and he's yeah, this yeah, that sure. the other well until a guy like bill belichick says you know your son's a real good football player okay because he knows <laughs> because a little, he knows bit, about, a little, little bit, bit about yeah, football sure, sure. you know what i'm saying yeah. so so again it's there's a there's a, there's a vagueness there. there's yeah. a, really a vagueness that um people think that they know you know or or i've had many many clients female that are that are you know the 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 most in shape mom in the neighborhood mm -hmm. okay so you know some of the other women might not be that right and so that she's the only one mom that can wear a two-piece bathing suit right and has lost the baby weight yeah. and those kind of things but you know bust her ass level and, yeah, but, yeah you yeah. know this okay well do if don't get me wrong. I, I'm okay with that too. If a client says to me, and and we would use the term mediocrity, but for sure. them that might be the pinnacle of they and, know and themselves. That's and that's okay too. That's a hundred percent. But don't. But don't go come don't back to come, me and don't say that you like certain this. clients and be like, I didn't lose the weight because you didn't push me hard enough. Oh yeah, no, I had those. Right. Like, really? Yeah. I didn't stick the beer in your face or the or the right. the, the seven martinis you had. Right. Like, that's not me. Right. I didn't do that shit. You did. Uh, not fat. You're not fat because of me. Right, fact, because of you, right? You know, you didn't and, work and hard. Again, that's your people fault. don't. They, in many cases, they'll get out of shape or they won't train or whatever because that's who. That's really who they are. That they they that, are, which is fine, which is all fine. But yeah. you know, I didn't, I didn't forget how to train people and get people in shape with you. Right, right, right. Okay, while you everyone know, around me, I have thirty-two years of experience right. saying that otherwise. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so. Again, uh, the, the, you make that's a great point about the misinformation and what people think, and, and they watch YouTube and right. they see this. Right. And these influencers, that mm -hmm. guys just you know for whatever reason they're in decent shape and they have all the a million followers, and mm -hmm. which is all great. Hey, I think everybody should make a living. I think that's fantastic. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's reality, and that doesn't necessarily mean when the when the rubber meets the road in the gym, you know you need to put your time in and every person is completely different if somebody is genetically predisposed to be lean constantly yeah. and be a hyper responder to you know food and, and, and training um that doesn't mean you know al the accountant is going to happen the same way right 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 it's just not that way right. and it's up to us as coaches to say hey listen al <laughs> okay <laughs> you're going to be in a you're going to be absolutely in fantastic shape as an accountant Right. Okay. But whatever that means, whatever right. that's like you said, whatever that ceiling is, yeah. uh, is. Yeah. You know, yeah. No, I think it's everybody. All right. So as we wrap up, tell me about the studio. So my studio, uh, it's called the fitness studio. I'm in East Providence, Rhode Island. I've been there for about eight years, uh, about a 1200 square foot, have everything, uh, excellent, clean, beautiful. Cool. Uh, love it there. I do, uh, see clients five to, uh, my first clients 5am every yep. day. Yep. I get there at four, do yep. my cardio, right. clean up. Yep. And then, um, there to about 11 to 12, come back, do, you know, a few appointments. I'm trying to avoid coming back. I'm going to start, I'm going to start taking that part out, yep. part out of my day so I can spend more time with the kids. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But it's great. Love it. You know, my dad told me, you know, probably 40 years ago, uh, he said to me, you know, find what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Right. So, um, uh, I, I was on vacation recently with my wife and she said to me, seriously said to me, we're down in Naples. And she said, she goes, how much longer do you want to do this? And I said, do what? And she said, she said, work and get up and, and you're training these people. You know, you, you, you do it. You get up at three 30 every day. Yeah. And I was like, 
I just go to the studio and talk to my friends. Right. And, and, and then train. I like, excuse the pun, but it's, this isn't exactly heavy lifting. Yeah. You know, right? yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, I get paid for knowledge and I get paid for motivation sure. and sure. accountability. And sure. there's, there's so much more than, you know, like yeah. I said earlier, go yeah. counting to 15, counting to 15, you know, yeah. you know, we're, we're yeah. really good at that. Yeah. You and yeah, I yeah, could yeah, really yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, everything's great. That's it awesome. Be better. That's yeah. awesome. Well, I can't, I yeah, it. thanks so much. We, uh, we got to do this again. Absolutely. 100%. Um, you know what would be super cool. And I've always thought this would be really cool is if we did, if we could get Kevin and Eddie and myself and sure. you and Joey and Fitzy, maybe, I don't know. You know I mean, you probably know more of them than sure, I do. Sure. Um, and have, uh, I don't do know, that. get something powwow. together, a little powwow and, you know, give a little tribute to Al. Absolutely. Um, I think we can do that. You know, we'll and, together. uh, you know, I think that would be that would yeah. be that'd be great for Absolutely. everybody. I'm sure, sure everybody would like to do that. It, it means Eddie, you got to come home from Italy. Yeah, or maybe we'll go to Italy. We'll go to Italy. Yeah, we'll, we'll go, go to Italy. Italy. Yeah. Um, but anyways, man, thank you so thank much. Thank you. I appreciate uh, it. Thanks so, for your time. Um, so this is the uh, the truth behind fitness, and uh, one more great week under the belt. We'll see you all next week. Thanks.